Well, never a dull moment in uh, the United States at this point in time. Actually, just hours uh, after the news broke that Joe Biden and that memo that the James Comer was trying to get from the FBI showed that uh, President Joe Biden was actually, it seems, uh, bribed uh, that he took money in order to do a public policy thing in Ukraine. Uh, and I think there's more to that memo than that. So that that broke, and the mainstream media is just now starting to talk about it. But would you know that just a few hours after that story broke, President Trump gets indicted by uh, you know special counsel Jack Smith out of Miami. He gets indicted on seven counts. Uh, and it's because of the papers that he took to Mar-a-Lago that the FBI came in and uh, took back because allegedly he took, you know, classified documents out of the White House. Uh, most of the people that I talk to are experts on this, like Mike Davis, say that that's according to the Presidential Records Act. A president of the United States has that right. He can dis- declassify anything. Uh, nevertheless, you will have heard a lot about this by the time you hear this. But this was, in case you didn't hear this, this was at least part of President Trump's response just moments after this indictment came down. Very sadly, we're a nation in decline, and yet they go after a popular president, a president that got more votes than any sitting president in the history of our country, by far, and did much better the second time in the election than the first. And they go after him on a box's hoax, just like the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax, and all of the others, this has been going on for seven years, they can't stop because it's election interference at the highest level. There's never been anything like what's happened. I'm an innocent man, I'm an innocent person. Uh, They had the Mueller hoax, the Mueller report, and that came out, no collusion after two and a half years that was set up by Hillary Clinton and Democrats, but this is what they do. This is what they do so well. If they would devote their energies to honesty and integrity would be a lot better for our country. They could do a lot better. They could do a lot of great things. But when you look at what's happened to our country in the last three years, we were energy independent. We had a strong military that wasn't woke. We were doing so well. We were respected all over the world. We got the biggest tax cuts in history, biggest regulation cuts in history. And what do you do? You have a president where an election was taken, got more votes than any sitting president in history by far, never anything even close. And they come after me because now we're leading in the polls again by a lot against Biden and against the Republicans by a lot. But we're leading against Biden by a lot, a tremendous amount. And we went up to a level that they figure the way they're going to stop us is by using what's called warfare. And that's what it is. This is warfare for the law. And we can't let it happen. We can't let it happen. Our country is going to and they come after Donald Trump, weaponizing the Justice Department, weaponizing the FBI. We can't let this continue to go on because it's ripping our country to shreds. I think no one can argue with what President Trump just said about the effect of what's happening here. We're going to talk about this today, but guess who we're going to talk about it with? Remember Ed Henry from Fox News? Ed Henry was the White House correspondent there for 10 years, one of my favorite reporters. And you might wonder where he went, where we're going to find out, because he's going to join us today. But first, we're going to take a moment to speak up for those who can't speak for themselves. Many of us still have our voices. President Trump is one of them. I'm one of them. But 
there is a category of people who can't speak up, and that's little babies in their mother's wombs. And no doubt they are the uh, object of an attack worse uh, than most of us can imagine. And that is an attack against their life, a brutal death, uh, which some people think is no big deal. And so we have to stop this, and we've been trying to stop it for decades. A Roe versus Wade was overturned, and we are very grateful, but the fight goes on because now it's gone back to all of the states. And that's where preborn comes in. Preborn um, just does a beautiful thing. It provides ultrasounds for mothers who are intent on aborting or at least considering it because they don't understand, honestly. They just don't understand. And when they see that image of the baby in their womb, most of them say, I can't do this. I cannot terminate this life. And that's why it's so important that you help preborn. Uh, you can do that by going to preborn.com slash Sandy. That's preborn.com slash Sandy. $28 pays for one ultrasound. And, of course, if you can afford more than $28, they will use every penny that you have to help save the lives of these little babies in their mother's wombs. All right, so um, thank you to Preborn, and thanks to all of you for being such faithful sponsors. It's, again, it's preborn.com slash Sandy. All right, you're in for a treat. I've missed Ed Henry, and perhaps you have too. So we're going to hear his perspective when we return. Stay tuned for this edition of Sandy Rios 24-7. From American Family Radio, Sandy Rios. We are not called to be nice. We are often called to be confrontational. And here with me in D.C. is Fox News contributor Sandy Rios. The most important thing we need to demonstrate to our children is genuineness that we actually believe what we say we believe. A longtime Fox News contributor, Sandy Rios, thanks very much for being with us. Seek justice, not social justice, but God's justice, what's right and what's wrong. Sandy Rios is with the American Family Association, a pro-life radio talk show host. We've got to say this is the line. Life is sacred. Director of Governmental Affairs for the American Family Association. Step up, speak up, say something, do something. To us, the big star would be the real American voices. All right, yes. Boss's <laughs> line there. That's okay. A very big thank you to uh, Ed Henry and Karen Turk and Terrence Bates on America's Sunrise. Watch America's Sunrise. All right. All right, Sandy Rios with you. Well, that little lively piece is aired every morning on Real America's Voice, uh, the beginning of America's. Sunrise, and the host is a familiar voice and face to many of us who have spent years watching Fox, and his name is Ed Henry. He's the co-host of that show with Karen Turek, and he joins us this morning. Well, it's probably lunchtime for him by now, but Ed, thanks for joining us. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Great to catch up with you. Yeah, let me just remind people that you were, well, you were on Fox for a number of years. You were the chief White House correspondent, I think around nine years. Is that right? Yeah, about 10 years. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Covered the White House 10 years at CNN and Fox back when CNN was doing news. Uh, and, and Fox as well when uh, Fox was uh, more fair and balanced, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you know, I did not actually remember that you worked at CNN. And I, and I used to do a lot of uh, television. Before I became a contributor at Fox, uh, I did a lot of television, uh, especially CNN. Did you Did you know Sam Feist? He was the news yeah, director there. Yeah, Sam's a great person who... Uh, I believe is still the Washington bureau chief and came worked through the ranks uh, in uh, in Washington at CNN and you know people 
uh, in the outside world and say, oh, you know, it's a swamp and there's all these, you know, relationships. But, you know, some of those relationships actually are very positive. Sam's somebody who knows a lot about politics and worked hard. Uh, and there are actually, you know, even if you don't like CNN's content, there are a lot of good people there, just like there are a lot of good people at Fox as well, even though the management can go bad. Maybe it's a little bit like the FBI. You know, there's oh. a lot of good line <laughs> agents in the FBI who yeah. are fighting terror and are actually trying to catch criminals. And then you have the leadership, like a Christopher Ray now or James Comey before him, who are all about political agendas. And that's where we've kind of gone haywire. But just real quick on the mainstream media, you know, uh, you know, I feel like Real America's Voice and some of these other streaming uh, channels that are out here, uh, so many people are cutting the cord. You see Tucker Carlson now with getting pushed out at Fox. Uh, he's on Twitter, and he has more people watching them than we're watching them at Fox. And I think right. it's a whole new uh, landscape. And I think the streaming, whether it's on Twitter, whether it's Real America's Voice, you got Right Side Broadcasting, there's a lot of alternatives to Fox now uh, and CNN, and uh, we're all growing pretty rapidly. Yeah, it, absolutely true. And I, uh, well, let me just say, I just read that Tucker had has like now is up to a hundred million uh, views of his first little Twitter uh, report yeah. that he did a couple of nights ago. So it's pretty amazing. Oh, real. We, let's get practical for a second. Real America's voice is look. We people are still though, Ed, not used to finding something that's not you know readily available. Their habit is to watch cable news. A lot of people yeah. have flooded away from Fox. We're some of them. I still watch a few shows that I feel like, like that yeah. I feel I can trust. But um, how can they find? What's the best way to watch Real America's it's Voice? Easy. So if you have cable, uh, Dish Network is one of the uh, networks that we're on. But most of what where we reach uh, many many Americans is through streaming. So uh, if you have a Roku device, we're on there. Uh, our show is called American Sunrise. Karen and I. 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern, Steve Bannon's on in the war room from 10 a.m. to noon Eastern after us, Charlie Kirk, John Solomon, a lot of familiar faces. Um, so Roku, Apple TV, um, you know, any kind of Google or Amazon uh, Prime, uh, you know, a lot of people just buy the Samsung Smart TV, and we're on Samsung TV+. Plus. You don't have to go through, quote-unquote, cable or some streaming box like Roku you got a Samsung Smart TV, one of the recent ones. Uh, up on the top right, we're one of the channels that you just scroll down to. Uh, and NBC and ABC and CBS and other mainstream networks have streaming channels on Samsung as well. So I'm not just plugging us. The point is, you go to Best Buy now and get a Smart TV. Uh, you don't need cable. Uh, Real America's Voice is going to tell you the truth. And there are others out there who now in this brave new streaming world um, are, are, are going to, you know, you're going to be able to get news right from the source instead of the filter of the mainstream media. And so, you know, of course, we have an app. You can go to the App Store if you have an iPhone. Uh, if you look up America's Voice, you'll get the app, and we stream there for free. Uh, we're supported by advertising. Um, and so, yeah, no, I'm excited that uh, you've got a big audience, and I'm, I'm glad, uh, you know, people are hearing about Real America's Voice for the first time. That's great. But I'll tell you that based on the number of people that stop uh, Karen and I at airports when we go around the country to cover <laughs> Donald Trump's campaign events, they used to say, oh, I know you're from Fox. Now they say, oh, I know you guys from American Sunrise, because we get out to a lot of diners and campaign events and really try. Our bread and butter is Real America's Voice is let's talk to real Americans instead of pundits. Yeah. And uh, I've told you this privately, but I'll say publicly, I, you were one of my favorite reporters on Fox because I, I always knew I could trust you. 
You know, you always get, you always delivered the new trust. I did. What well, was I mistaken well, I to trust you? <laughs> no, I hope I, not. Um, <laughs> you always, you always did it with like a like a hint of mischief. But I I, I loved. I've heard I that loved before. your people. I always tried to smile on TV, and sometimes people thought it was like a little little bit like I was being mischievous. I hear that a lot. It's more like, look, I think a lot of people go on TV and you you know they're a little droll or. Uh, and someone early on when I, when I broke into the business said that TV magnifies it. So if you look like, you know, uh, you're a little bit, uh, angry or something like that, TV is only going to magnify it. And, uh, <laughs> the audience is going to think that you're mean or you're scowling, even if you're not. Uh, and I, and I said, you know, just make sure you're always smiling. And so I took that to heart because I'm also a positive, optimistic person. Uh, even though I think the country is on the line right now, and these are, are, are very desperate times in some ways. Uh, we can get into some of those issues, but I think you've got to do it with a smile and a positive outlook. And so I think the TV, uh, you know, the, uh, the inverse, you know, uh, if, you, if you're scowling, it's going to look even worse. Uh, <laughs> if you're smiling, uh, it magnifies it that direction as well. And people thought, you know, maybe I was too happy, too, too op- optimistic. No, I love America. I love this country. I love interacting with real Americans on Real America's Voice now, just like I did when I was at Fox. Um, and so... When you see the smile, it's genuine and authentic for me because, I, look, I love this country. I love doing what I do. Um, and so I think people who take that for granted are, are ridiculous. You know, this is a great honor and privilege we have to tell people the truth or try to tell them as close, to, you know, version of the truth. Nobody's perfect. Uh, and uh, and I think being a member of the media is a very important job. Yeah, so, and I want to say, uh, just to be clear, and I know you're clear about this, you were a newsman on Fox and CNN, but now you are, like, um, I'm guessing, unleashed to share your opinions. That must be very freeing. You're, it right? is. It's liberating. Yeah. I mean, look, I still do yeah. a more of a, quote-unquote, straight news program in the morning because it's a morning show. We have some fun. We do some other segments. I think my experience on Fox and Friends uh, helps kind of shape some of that so you're not just reading headlines all morning. But, yeah, Real America's Voice, uh, we're allowed to talk about the vaccines. They don't really talk about it on Fox, or if they do, they talk about, you know, or months ago they were talking about what the government wanted you to do with very little skepticism. Uh, we're allowed to talk about election fraud. They don't really talk about that in the mainstream media. And yeah. so we have a leadership team at Real America's Voice that uh, actually, you know, doesn't just talk about the First Amendment but believes it. Uh, and, in fact, I've also, at Real America's Voice, gotten into – uh, doing some songs. I mean, I was uh, one of the people behind the song between some of the J6 prisoners singing the national anthem no of President kidding. Trump. No kidding. And, uh, yeah, and we now have a Carrie Lake song that's at top of the ice. Oh, really? <laughs> I've seen it. And Carrie Lake, I don't know if I could say it, but it's 80, it, the name of the song is Carrie Lake, uh, and we use some of her speeches and mix it with a kind of a country rock song <laughs> called 81 Million Votes, My Bleep, um, because I don't think very many people really believe that Biden got 81 million votes. But if you work in the mainstream media, you can't say that. So, yes, I say that on our morning show. Oh, that's great. You know, it, that's great to hear because. No, you know, and I, even uh, Newsmax w- wouldn't talk about that. They were taking money. I, and I like a lot of their reporters. So there are a lot of great things there, but they were not good on the vaccines, not good on the injuries and not good on the election either. So uh, yeah. it's really n- great to know that you guys are able to talk about both of those things freely. It means a lot, Ed. All right, let's talk about oh, the the story that by the time people hear this, this there'll be more information on this. But right now, uh, breaking uh, there's the story about Trump being indicted, uh, appearing in court in Miami uh, by the prosecutor, Jack Smith. It's complicated. 
Um, uh, it's complicated. But first, let me let me just say this: we have that memo that uh, James Comer James Comer was able yeah. to read. Tell us about. They found out further well, things about that, right? Go ahead. Yeah. Look, you framing, you're framing it exactly the way I was going to answer the question, regardless of how you posed it. I think you got there, which is smart, which is that uh, think about how this latest indictment, because it's at least the second after New York for Donald Trump, and there's going to be more. We're hearing, yeah, Miami grand jury, then there may be a D.C. grand jury that indicts him uh, in, uh, you know, over maybe January 6th with the same special counsel. Jack Smith, and then there's a Georgia grand jury, of course, looking at election fraud questions. Uh, he may have several indictments piled on him. Uh, I think that shows the assault on him, uh, and we can get into that. But I want to pivot to what you asked, which is how in the world have we not seen indictments of anybody in the Biden family? I mean, if Donald Trump did something wrong, he's going to have to face some music. He's going to have to uh, you know, face criminal charges. He's going to have to go to trial, uh, innocent until proven guilty, right? But there's absolutely no accountability for the Biden family. There's no indictments. There's no real questions from the mainstream media. And so James Comer does this great job. And one afternoon at about 4 p.m., Fox and others are reporting that Comer finally got this memo from the FBI director, Christopher Wray, showing that um, Joe Biden got $5 million in a bribe, allegedly, and Hunter got $5 million more from Burisma, that Ukrainian energy company. Uh, back when Biden was vice president and not just got the money, but then took official action uh, in order, uh, you know, to uh, do their bidding, this energy company in Ukraine. And that sounds like a bribe, obviously, to you and I, uh, number one. Number two, Biden then as president starts shoveling billions of dollars to the country of Ukraine. Boy, doesn't that seem fishy? And we can talk about it in more detail. But that story about Comer and the FBI memo and this, these alleged bribes to the Biden family within three hours are overtaken by, oh, wait a second, Donald Trump's been indicted yet again. <laughs> and I think this just shows that there are two tiers of justice, as President Trump talks about. How in the world do you have, going back to 2017, we learned, the FBI has had information suggesting that Biden, in the latter days of the Obama administration, took bribes from Ukraine, maybe from a Romanian national as well. Who knows how many countries and how many bribes and how much money? Uh, t- going back to 2019, we know the FBI has had Hunter Biden's laptop with untold crimes over business deals, uh, photos and other things that suggest there could be other sex crimes and whatnot. Uh, and, and and then on top of that, by the way, uh, allegations that Hunter and maybe Joe didn't pay taxes on some of this money that came in on the business deals. You remember 10 percent for the big guy? Yes, I Joe remember. Biden, when Joe Biden told us that he didn't get involved in Hunter's business deals. So I've just laid out for you several layers of potential. And I stress potential because just like I said with Trump, the Bidens are innocent until proven guilty as well. But when are they going to face indictments so we can have them face the music? So. Crime after crime after crime, allegedly, and they don't face the music. And yet Trump gets thrown these bogus, uh, trumped up, if you will, uh, allegations. And there's indictment after indictment after indictment. And it's all because they want to bury him. They want to try to prevent him from being president again. And that's infuriating uh, in and of itself. But I think it's doubly infuriating because of the two tiers of justice and the fact that while Trump, uh, they're trying to bury him, uh, they're trying to let Biden and his family off the hook. You know, I actually saw a report on CNN last week 
actually spelling out how these indictments are going to be timed for the election of 2024. One is going to fall, they think, during the, you know, um, Super Tuesday era, whatever. The big, big moments in the campaign or like before a debate, they've, they, they were actually discussing this, which I thought was pretty amazing. Um, the other thing that I think is, the, is kind of the unsaid thing that I know you know, that I know, that everyone knows, but needs to be reminded of, President Trump has been through, excuse me, hell with these accusations. Yeah. And even his taxes, they got a hold of the billionaire that he is, the businessman in New York. That he is, he's never, they found nothing. They found yeah. nothing on any of this. I, I couldn't survive that, all of that scrutiny. I don't know who could survive all that scrutiny. Do you? Yeah. Anyone? Seriously. I, I hear you. I mean, we heard for years, oh, if we just get his tax returns, we're going to show that he's a tax cheat. Yes, uh, right. They got his tax returns, and they didn't find anything, number one, as you say. But number two, go back to my point. We're hearing from our own John Solomon here at Real America's Voice. If you follow his reporting at justthenews.com, he's had story after story about how Hunter Biden in particular, but again, I raised possibly Joe Biden too. Hunter Biden allegedly didn't pay taxes on a bunch of these business deals. Uh, If you don't pay your taxes, you or I, you're going to jail. You're going to face criminal charges. And yet the Bidens skate time after time after time. And this is what infuriates people is that that they're never held accountable. Right. I want to ask you about something. I'm, I'm, this was, uh, okay, I realize this is, again, by the time people hear this, this will be uh, not timely, but this was saturating CNN's airwaves and MSNBC's this morning in the wake of that announcement that Trump was going to be indicted in Miami on Tuesday. Right. And that is that they supposedly found this uh, video uh, of Trump. He's like rustling papers. He's talking to a group of people, and he basically says, um, I think he says, Millie has accused me of wanting, this is, now look, I heard it, and I may get this a little bit wrong, but I think he said. He was pushing uh, back on General, General Milley, yeah. um, you know, uh, they had a dispute over a potential war with Iran. And well, Millie was accusing like- him. Millie was accusing him of wanting to go with war in Iran. That's what I understood. And he says, that's not true. But and anyway, he was you've allegedly holding up a document to some folks who were writing a book about his time in office to say, here's a document showing that I'm right. And I don't know if it was a document or if he was referring to it. She was holding it up. I don't know whether it was classified or not, but that you're right. That's part of the investigation, I suppose. Um, and, and look, the man, uh, number one, uh, by law is able to classify documents. We'll see which ones were and were not. Uh, and then he certainly has a, a right to defend himself with the First Amendment uh, in terms of – while taking care with classified information, of course, because that's a serious issue um, – in defending himself as one person after another, General Milley, FBI, CIA, all these other folks uh, in Washington who have come after him. So, yeah, that's going to be part of the investigation, no doubt. Yes, and they went on to say that the point they were making was that Trump said in this conversation, basically, this is classified – and I don't have the power to declassify it to defend myself. That's the point he was making in that conversation. But, Ed, my right. point would be he's not the one. He isn't necessarily the expert on the Presidential Records Act. It doesn't matter what he thought at that moment. If he had uh, constitutional scholars, at least I think honest ones, are declaring over and over that Trump as president had the right to declassify documents. Is that your understanding, no, too? No or is doubt about it. And, and yeah. look, Biden has been caught. You know, with uh, classified 
information, we're told, classified documents going back to his time as VP, as vice president. Obviously, he did not have that same power that Trump had as a president, former president, number one. And number two, what about the fact that some of the classified documents found in Biden's records and boxes allegedly dates back to when he was a senator? What, what right did he have to declassify documents as a senator? Zero right, obviously. Uh, and, and to put a fine point on this, uh, I'm told that uh, Joe Biden, who has a special counsel, I remind you, investigating his use or misuse of classified he does? information. Does he have a name? Do he we has... know anything about that guy? <laughs> well, the guy hasn't been out there like Jack Smith no, uh, leaking information uh, about uh, Donald Trump. Uh, you haven't seen this special counsel leaking about Joe Biden because they're probably protecting Biden, number one. But number two, what I heard is that Joe Biden has not been interviewed by that special counsel yet, you know, hasn't faced the music, <laughs> if you will. Well, what does that tell you? So Trump, they raid his home, they, you know, they, uh, you know, go through Mar-a-Lago and go through his wife's things and his kids' things, and we've heard all about that, uh, and then indict him. Uh, with with Joe Biden, are they ever going to indict him, or are they just going to give him a slap on the wrist? I think you know the answer. Yeah. Uh, before I, I know that we need to wrap up uh, because you have a busy day, and I appreciate your time, Ed. I want to yeah, mention something to you. I don't know if you heard this. This was really pretty credible. I, and uh, the thing I did not say as you were talking was that the whole J6 issue was a huge thing for me, too. I have a lot of listeners, uh, yeah. people that are in the crosshairs. We talk about this a lot. I, it just sickens me. But this is kind of a funny thing. Did you see the heckler against Comey in an Austin public library? Just happened, I think. I didn't see that yet. I know okay. um, that he's been out there saying he's going to vote for Joe Biden in order to restore the country. Uh, and it makes me think the guy who was hurting the country was James Comey lying to a FISA court in order to get Donald Trump. So he's not he's a fine person to be talking about uh, yeah. right and wrong. Uh, but I'm glad people are, are going after him. OK, well, I want to play something. I want to play something for you. This is Comey in an Austin Public Library. I think this may have happened yesterday. I'm not sure the timing. Uh, but uh, a, a J6er, who is actually currently, his case is playing out, was in attendance. And as Comey entered the room, this is what it sounded like. Just for fun, listen to this. Let's play it. All right, all right. So he goes, oh, you don't love the FBI? Don't you love James? He's a hero, a deep state hero. Thank you, James Comey. Thank you for yeah. covering up Hillary Clinton's crimes. Anyway, right. talk about uh, courage, Ed. Talk about courage. I, this- I talked about real American voices at the beginning of our conversation, so we try to focus on a real American voice. There's a real American voice, right, uh, yeah. who's sick and tired of the corruption in the deep state uh, and is not going to take it and wants to hold – the powerful's feet to the fire, uh, James Comey, who, yeah, he was fired as FBI director, so he's technically not still in power. But what's he doing as a former FBI director? He's out there writing books, giving speeches, making money off of the fact that he still has, um, you know, classified uh, uh, clearance, uh, to you know, security clearance and all the rest of it, just like John Brennan and some of these other characters 
who were out to get Trump. Um, and so I think people are fed up and hats off to this person for uh, ex- exercising their First Amendment rights. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm somebody who never wants to see violence or on either side or and it doesn't sound like there was here. Uh, but I think, you know, standing up, using your First Amendment rights, challenging those in, in power, that's what this country was founded on. And, and I like to see it. Yeah, me too. Owen Schroyer, uh, uh, part of the one of the J6ers. Well, Ed, it's really been a pleasure. Could I ask you one last Thanks question? Thanks for having me. I remember yeah. you, uh, it was very public, when you were on Fox and you donated one of your kidneys to your sister. And uh, we all engaged in that with you and prayed for her and prayed for you. And I wonder, how, how is your sister doing? Can you tell us? Yeah, she's doing fantastic. Thanks for asking. Her name is Colleen. Uh, she's two years younger, and she was going to die unless I donated part of my liver, actually. It was a lot of people. Oh, uh, liver, there's sorry. a lot more people who need <laughs> kidneys. Um, and so um, the Living Bank is one of the organizations that work with me to help. Uh, and they, they try to help um, people get kidneys. In my case, uh, my sister had a hereditary liver disease, and her liver was failing, and she was going to die, obviously, without it. And the liver is the only organ in your body that can regenerate. So what they did was they went in and took, you know, about half of my liver and uh, cut it out, took hers out altogether because it was diseased and basically part of my liver regenerated inside her to Mm -hmm. give her life. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the the other half that was left in my body regenerated within like four weeks. Uh, It's, it's a miracle. And, uh, and I feel great. I've never felt healthier. Um, Just over 50 years old. And uh, my sister, uh, is feeling great, you know, has to take a lot of medicine to make sure that the you know, organ's not rejected. Um, but it's truly a miracle from God, and uh, I was glad to do it because uh, if you can't step up and help your sibling, I don't, you know, uh, what's the point of being here, right? Well, I mean, uh, there was nobody else who really in the family had, you know, my parents are older and our kids were younger, where their, their livers might not have been fully formed, and my parents were at an age and health-wise where their livers might not have really helped. So you needed somebody who was a close match. And I was really the only one. And, um, you know, it was a challenging time, no doubt. There was some risk involved, but, um, it's, um, you know, I can't think of anything I would rather do than to give up myself to help somebody that means a lot to me. Well, Ed, that tells us about your character, and that's why your reporting is so great, and that's why I ask you to join me. So you can hear Ed every morning, along with his host, Karen Turek, on America's Sunrise on Real America's Voice. And remember, you can get it on Roku or Apple TV or Samsung Smart TV or Dish Network, or just look it up and you can find it. Ed Henry, it's such a pleasure. Thank you for joining me this morning. It was great. Best to your audience. Best to you, Sandy. See you soon. Uh, Okay. I hope so. Okay. Thank you. All right, Sandy Rios on Sandy Rios 24-7. This is Sandy Rios 24-7 on American Family Radio. All right, Sandy Rios back with you. Well, that was fun, wasn't it? It was fun for me. I, I really loved connecting, reconnecting with Ed Henry uh, from his days at Fox. Uh, he's such a great reporter, and now it's great to know that you can find him at Real America's Voice. Uh, and it's great to hear about the freedom that Real America's Voice gives their their anchors, their hosts, uh, to speak about things like the vaccines or uh, uh, even about, you know, the election. I mean, that's a breath of fresh air. Our friend Frank Gaffney is also at Real America's Voice, as is uh, Steve Bannon. I've known St- Steve for a long time. Um, this doesn't matter who I know, but I'm just telling you, uh, these guys are salt of the earth, Ed Henry and uh, Steve Bannon and uh, Frank Gaffney and John Solomon, who was just with us, I've told you he's like the gold standard 
of written news. I just think John is phenomenal. So uh, I'm kind of excited myself about uh, looking uh, into Real America's Voice, and I hope that you are too. I want to remind you that Preborn's network of clinics brings hope to pregnant women considering abortion by providing them an ultrasound. It's free for them because you are so generous. So many of you have been. It's just $28 to sponsor an ultrasound. And you create, you know, a a new life. You can. It's potential to create a brand new life for the mom uh, who hears about, you know, the redemption of of Jesus in the, in the middle of also getting that ultrasound, she hears about all these things. And it's not only the baby's life that's saved, but it's also, you know, can be the, the mother's life as well. So they do great work. It's a great cause um, for all the reasons that you know. If you'd like to help, go to preborn.com slash Sandy. That's preborn.com slash Sandy. I also want to remind you that you can call us. You can call us and leave a message at 662 821 2040, that's 662-821-2040. And could I say, could I just say, you don't have to agree with me. You don't have to agree with what I say or my positions. If you have a grievance or a disagreement, you're welcome to call. You know, back in my old days in Chicago radio, I used to get in a lot of arguments, I mean, respectful, with my uh, with my listeners. It was healthy because we really went at it to kind of uh, parse things over which we disagreed. And uh, I'd love that. If you have an objection or if you have a disagreement, you can leave that too at 662-821-2040. Or you can write us at sandy at afr.net, sandy at afr.net. And now I'd like to introduce the person to whom I regularly disagree and argue in a healthy way in my own home. (laughs) I'm kidding. My husband, my sweetheart, Bruce. Hi, honey. Yes, dear. (laughs) (laughs) Do we ever argue over things? Uh, never argue, <laughs> just discuss. Well, we learn from each other, don't we? <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we do. All right. Well, that was a fun interview with Ed Henry. Didn't you? Don't you miss him too? I really do. Ed is just—he uh, really lays it out there, but in a way that is really enjoyable. It's not just yeah. facts, facts, facts. He he brings a lot of personality to it. He does. I love that mischievous look on yes. his face. I yes. was not complaining. I enjoy yes. that. All right, so you listened. I want to know what you know. What caught your uh, what caught your ear to re- to talk about? Well, I think uh, two things. Um, as you already mentioned, the evolution of news delivery. Uh, we are seeing an explosion of uh, channels of outlets that people are getting their news, and that we are not so enslaved now to Fox News or CNN or headline news. Uh, we, we we can go other places, and we I, I'm very convinced that there are such strong agendas at these large outlets now. We know Fox has an agenda against uh, election fraud, against uh, the vaccines, against they they have things that their hosts are absolutely prohibited right. from talking about, and you know nothing sheds light on something than better than talking about it from all. Uh, aspects. And when you are unable to talk about something, you are no longer being a news channel. I remember when I first started on talk radio, I was a girl who was raised in a conservative church, but God took me all over the world and I ended up in being in very different environments. Uh, Nevertheless, when I first started on radio in Chicago, when someone would come in and say something controversial to me, 
Uh, I didn't. I didn't know how to. I had to learn how to listen to them and then respond. I had to teach myself that because Christians can be as close-minded as the people on the left. Uh, they can hear one wrong thing and shut down and just entrench because they only want. Sometimes, look, I'm assuming here. I'll just speak for myself. Only want to feel comfortable with people who agree with them on everything. And I would challenge all of you to, to get out of that. Step out, step out. Get out of that box and use your mind. I believe God has created us. He's given us a sound mind, a good mind. Christianity doesn't have to be um, like a parochial or, or limited in terms of its understanding. We should be able to entertain all kinds of viewpoints uh, and even some things that we find offensive because we are looking for the truth. We want to find the truth everywhere in everything. And you can't do that if you stay safe with all just those things that you feel like they're always saying what you believe or think. So that goes for us, too. We need to get out of our box. And um, and I, I this morning I was flipping through MSNBC and CNN uh, because sometimes I find out things from them that I don't know. Begin it, maybe not because they're saying the truth, but because they give different information and, and I can discern uh, what's actually happening there. So that's just my admonition to the audience on that. Thanks for mentioning that, honey. Yeah, I think nothing divides people more than groupthink. Um, when we get into that echo chamber, it's kind of like we start virtue signaling to each other. And that's not the good thing to do. It's great to have principles. It's great to hold to your, to your um, opinions. However, don't shut your mind off. Yep. to other people. Yes, because if, um, if we're wrong about something, we want to know, right? That's what my, my motto has always been that. So, you know, uh, I want to know if I'm wrong. The other thing that uh, really grabbed me was, once again, what I would call the persecution of Donald Trump. Oh. Um, I find it very ironic that he, yesterday, Robert Hansen, who was the FBI agent who became a traitor back in the 1990s, and um, resulted in giving information to Russia to Russia that resulted in several of our um, undercover people who were helping our country being killed. And he was sent to prison approximately 20 years ago under the Espionage Act. And now they're using this same law, the Espionage Act, to indict Donald Trump because he had boxes of some documents in his home, which is guarded by the Secret Service, which there has been no showing that he disseminated them to anyone who wasn't allowed to see them or that he passed them to another government. They're using the same law to go after him. You know, uh, I just read on the Gateway Pundit, Bruce, that the things that they're so upset that he took, I've never heard this before. It was a binder that laid out the uh, the involvement in Brennan by Brennan and James Comey, James Clapper, uh, the Deep State, all of the characters. It was actually spelled out in this binder, and that's what he took. And that's what they're according to Gateway Pundit. That's what they're so afraid of, uh, because and remember James Comey he said emphatically uh, not long ago that he was gonna it had to be Biden, just Biden. It has to be Biden. I'll be, and he was asked why he felt that way, and he said, because there will be danger. Yeah. And we thought, well, yes, there will be danger for him, uh, but the, there won't be. The danger right now is with Biden for this country. Anybody looking at this objectively knows this is not about having the documents. 
It's about the documents themselves. It's what's in those documents. And it's not because it's classified information or was. It's because it shows the guilt of the people that you were just speaking about, the people that came up with Russiagate. That's been the number one goal of what we call the deep state since 2016. When Trump was running originally, those people knew that the truth about Benghazi and about several other controversies was, you know, it was documented. And that if Donald Trump became the commander-in-chief, he would have access to that information. And that has been the driving force of the deep state for almost 10 years now, trying to stop Donald Trump from having access to these documents. And when they found out he had some of these documents at his home, they were hell-bent on getting him. And, it, it, you know, we've seen it has nothing to do about having documents. Have they indicted Joe Biden for that? No. Have they indicted Mike Pence for that? No. Have they indicted uh, Barack Obama for that? All these people have had documents that were classified after they left office, but only Donald Trump is indicted. You know, uh, I'm remembering a detail about Benghazi since you said that. Things like, we still don't know where President Barack Obama was the night of the attack on Benghazi when the calls came in furiously that the, uh, the uh, embassy was under attack, uh, that the uh, ambassador had been killed, all of this. And it's silent from the White House because we don't even know where Barack Obama was on that night. So that would be interesting to know if it's in that binder. Well, all right, this has been fascinating, uh, I think, and I just hope we've given you something to think about as you absorb the news that you're hearing. And honestly, I, I would just suggest you, if you want to know some real truth, go to Real America's Voice, give it a shot. Uh, and I think that you'll be better off for it, and I think that you can share that with other people too. That would be my recommendation. Well, we want to thank you. Honey, thank you. For that. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Can you tell that he's a former retired FBI agent with a little fire in his belly about what's going on? I think so. Anyway, honey, thank you. Don't ever lose that fire, okay? Thank you for listening to this version of Sandy Rios 24-7.